Thank you, Bad Mary, for that too sweet playing. Welcome back, all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, HQ for all things comic book related. I am John Rivera, human being and also CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics, and I am joined, as always, by the CEO and co-host and suspected cyborg, Charlie Beep-bop-boop, Rivera. What's up, Charlie? I henceforth declare I am affiliated exclusively with Robos, Cybos, and all. Humanity has done nothing for me, and I shall do nothing for humanity. Happy Comic Book Day, my big brother. Yeah, happy comic book day to you and to all the multitudes watching and listening. If you dig the show uh, or if you're just into that comic book sweetness, feel free to drop a like, a follow, a comment, subscribe. We accept all forms of tribute. Charlie, especially with his robot, Icy Heart, just the mechanics and whirly gig spinning away, he certainly, certainly will accept a human sacrifice or two but charlie yes what's cooking good looking i gotta tell you man the every week i feel like i can't help but say the boring ass thing of like aren't we in the fucking golden era of tv right now look at all this entertainment we have coming our way so much so john i say it every single week uh, much like my favorite opening segment that's done all the time and that's what am i watching it's a segment we've done it for every single episode i promise don't check just assume click like and move on john we never talked about love death robots three which again i am now referring to all my shit not a season i'm just gonna act like it's a rocky movie and add the number to the end and you know what's funny is i don't think that they're that they're referring to it as seasons either so clearly, all you icy, chili needs oil. So you're like, tin men that Charlie is clearly a part of. Uh, I don't think that they're referring to themselves as as uh, seasons either. So well, that's because uh, it's fucking not cool to be right like, we're a point. season. Nah, baby. We're not even a series. We're just a name and a number. John, I don't understand. I do not understand and I cannot fathom how something as good as Love, Death, and Robots like pops up and isn't mentioned. Last week when we were talking about Stranger Things, I said like I had no hype for Stranger Things. I turned it on, hot fire, and the internet was like, fuck yeah, we're here, baby. Stranger Things 4. Tiny little man in your pee-pee hole. You're just it's, there. Exactly. Now, I, I, I got to tell you, little man dying in a cocaine bag notwithstanding, um, I feel like no one talked about Love, Death, and Robots, even Not after good. it was out. And it is, is it better than ever? Uh, first of all, have you checked out the entirety of yes. Love, Death, and Robots 3? Is this the first sequel we had? We had a sequel to one of the installments? What are you referring to, the three robots? Yes. My Um, best friends. Very much my... Those three robots are better friends to me than all my friends. I think that we have had... I think this is the third installment of the... Have they been in every series? That anyone's ever had. Um, Yeah, I think three robots... 
Um, done by Blow Studio. Uh, no, you're I, a monitor I, down, and you pulled up that research fast, quick. Thank you. I, I'm proud I of am you. two monitors down. Well, yeah, I mean, technically new, you're like three new and a monitor, half but like never had it before. Um, right now it's just basically a mirror. So if I check my hair relentlessly, that's the reason. Why. <laughs> I already um, noticed there was already a quaff adjustment, which like, I appreciate because it is one I'll hell be of a on head of some hair. Lip gloss, checking the nails, pushing back a cuticle or two. Do you think um, it's because it's animated? What's going on that this isn't getting, like, seemingly it's not getting its flowers? Yeah. Uh, if I like I'm dove being... right in. I'm like, I don't even want to know if you like it. Why aren't people appreciating it? Yeah, well, I mean, I, I, I think I've, I've pretty much been on record, at least with you personally, that I don't like it. I, I love it. I, I Anthology series like this, uh, for those of you scoring at home by anthology series, I mean that uh, while all the episodes are in the same vein, they are neither in even the same animation style, uh, nor are they necessarily connected. Think uh, Black Mirror also appearing on uh on netflix um no charlie honestly what i think the reason is is because this is not established ip so when you have kind of like a, a relatively it's like going down the cereal aisle and like you spot a generic looking box and you you've never heard of it but somebody says just just try these bro just open your mouth crack try them and then you you're thinking this is one of the best cereals, in your case, dry-ass, cut-your-mouth-to-ribbons cereal that I've ever had. But there, there's no animated goofy animal on the front. It's not attached to a movie or a cartoon series, as all of your cereals are. Um, but it's delicious, and you're just like, nom, 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 spoon after spoon, episode after episode. There you go. Charlie paid no less than 500% markup because of the no ghost symbol and that guy has been dead for probably 200 <laughs> years that guy no royalties for his family that's way worse than even the comic book creator situation yes. like yo you using a picture of my dead great 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 grandpa fester that's rude um but yeah no to the to long answer your question i think it's because it's not attached to any existing ip that they can say I like this better, or this is this is worse, or uh, in these like these little three buddies of yours, um, they're as close to we have as any kind of continuity, season to season to season, or issue to issue, or whatever the case. Yeah, moment to moment. It's that's yeah. that's how I, I I couldn't love this anymore. Obviously, I get heavy animatrix vibes because animatrix for, sure. for the longest time is probably my favorite anthology presented in a in a single package until love death robots kind of showed up so i'm gonna i'm gonna keep on beating this well uh, just real quick why yeah. why do you think that it's not getting the love that we both agree it deserves i genuinely think some things are so good they're almost frustrating for a normal person for a i feel normie? like i feel like a normie who's still clinging on desperate to this idea that maybe they're not a dweeb because i have a theory we're all fucking dweebs about something um but these people almost don't want to admit closeted uh yeah, love death they, robot fans I like, feel like no that's them, so stupid but then they're I walking feel, through a crack in the closet door 
I feel like to them it would be like I'm not gonna watch a fucking cartoon. I truly do think that some people except just on need... Sunday when Fox is on for like nine exactly. hours. I just feel like some people feel this weird compulsion because that's a very good point. It's like every, people still proudly watch Family Guy. That's arguably been unwatchable for a decade. Yeah, um, I mean, certainly not funny anymore. <laughs> yeah, that's a given. So, so I, I think I think it's just a matter of people being so afraid of the perception. Being like, huh. I'm a dweeb. Whereas Star Wars is kind of like, if you watch Star Wars, you can be like a sexy dweeb. If you're well, into pro Star wrestling. Star Wars is almost mandatory. Skip right over pro wrestling. That's uh, things. Uh, I think it's pushing, a little, pushing the envelope I, a little too far, buddy. I was going to bury it with like, then you smell bad, but I couldn't get it quick enough. So that was my bad that I threw that yeah. ball down the gutter. Yeah. Um, but no, it's, it's this weird thing where... People are just like, nah, I can't, I can't like that kid shit. When Love Death Robots couldn't be less kid shit, if there was, you know, but hardcore yeah, sex in it. Anybody and sometimes and there, there is, and there has been for sure. But anybody who's who makes a statement like that has just outed themselves, no pun intended, as just never having seen it before. So the other thing is also, and I don't know if you experienced this, when you know of somebody, you know close to a friend, a co-worker, family member, whomever, and you feel that you know them well enough to say that person would love this. Clearly yeah. you're not going to re recommend something that you don't like, but if somebody has what some, some identifying marker right, in their genetic matrix that says this person will enjoy the shit out of this show, and then you say to them, taste this it's delicious and they're like mm, no mm, no that's yucky it gets so frustrating uh <laughs> did you see cousin paul's comment uh, from youtube <clears throat> cousin paul said john and charlie watch <laughs> animated robot shows so we don't have to not everything can be about a rock man his invisible <laughs> friend stretchy guy and Fireboy. paul God if damn we told it. you that there was a robot that's made entirely out of gravel You'd be right freaking there. You're like, oh, can he have a an awesome catchphrase and a, a cigar? Um, yeah, no, it's it, it's really interesting to me. And also for the fact that, look, if I say, hey, Charlie, watch this show or that show. And even if you start off the debate with, oh, well, what's it about? And I say, whatever. I'll use this as an example. So, um, uh, uh, uh. Was it was it uh, raised by wolves or some kind of wolfy mm -hmm. title? Uh, sci-fi sci HBO show. It was, it was a sci-fi HBO show. Uh, dope. It starred Lothar. Starred like a pretty sexy looking robot chick and her black husband, um, and her they're all their adopted kids. It was basically like sci-fi, sci-fi Lost Planet, Brady Bunch, um, and it was it was pretty dope. It was interesting. It was unique. It had multiple storylines. It wasn't a singular type. Uh, thing that like a little kid would follow and it couldn't get past that second season they just they're like nope you're done now hbo dropped that show uh faster not, not quite as fast as they dropped lovecraft country uh but certainly um so they they, they basically they pulled the netflix they're like nope yeah. nope not enough people like it get rid of it uh it was, it's shocking but <laughs> and and also like uh, like gargles, um, but yeah, no, it it was it was shocking to me. But if I explain that show to you, 
and you said, ah, you know what? No, I don't. I don't like. Uh, I don't like robot. Uh, robots adopting children. That goes against my my morality base. And I I couldn't possibly convince you to watch that show. Whereas in this case, I'm like, oh, you don't like little wise cracking robots making jokes about the demise of the human uh the human population on earth hang out about 11 minutes there's a new episode coming and that could be about any damn thing uh so with that type of a variable yeah option on the table i'm shocked that most people don't say okay i'll try it i almost feel like netflix you know how sometimes on a netflix series and certainly on the other streaming services They'll force feed you like a trailer. I almost oh, want yeah, them yeah. to just start putting full episodes. They date rape you a trailer. It is uncomfortable. But could you imagine for Stranger Things, you turn it on, it's those little fucking robots for 11 minutes. Just, just a, enjoying our demise. Honestly, if you told me the, the three robots from Love, Death, and Robots was a film clip from 70 years from now, I'd be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. That adds up. Oh, they got Musk, but good this season. Uh, John, was your what? Do you have a favorite episode from the new season? I mean, <laughs> you list making son of a bitch. Yeah, I mean, by <laughs> by default, uh, you you probably have to have a favorite. Um, let me give it a quick think. See, for uh, me, the moment I saw bad traveling. Which is, again, we'll keep it as spoiler-free as possible. It's literally like guys on a boat, like an well, old-school pirate boat. I think boat. at this point, I mean, people have had their fair try. So if they haven't seen it by now, fuck them. Fair Spoil enough. Spoil away. So, so there's like an old-school, like, Captain Jack Sparrow-type boat, and there is a fucking alien creature mm. in the lower deck. And it's like, hey, you ever see, uh, you ever see Suddenly Seymour, that musical? Feed me, bitch. And the guy does. But, al but also as well as, like, the reason why you never go to, like, Red Lobster on a first date. Because behind the wrong door is just nightmare fuel for days. That episode, you could almost smell. And yeah. this is an animated series. So, and I don't know if we mentioned this on the prior, uh, prior season's um, explanation. But every episode, while being galactically different from the one before it, uh, Story-wise, they're also animated in completely different styles. So sometimes it's you'll amazing. hear that about comic books. You're like, "Well, I want to read that. I don't like that 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 art style." You can't even say that in, in this animated uh, um, uh, anthology series because the styles artistically are different episode to episode. Also, um, so just even more evidence. Yeah, go ahead. But, but yeah, that's a great episode. You you could. Again, you could smell that episode. The yeah, animation my was favorite, so rich. Though, it was the it was the very first time, and I and again, I I, I don't think there's an episode of Love Death Robots that I haven't enjoyed. Obviously, oh, I, it's to, there definitely have been that I I was like, mm, oh yeah, I don't have any that like. I think it's just because it's so short. That, well, like, that's by the, worst, the time I've the come worst to thing the you conclusion. Can say is like, oh, that that seventeen minutes. I've lo I'm like, well, what were you gonna do with those seventeen minutes? Give me a break. <laughs> I think that's why at the end of the day, there's episodes I like probably won't return to, but the mm. only episode I ever watched and I was like, oh, you dicks, that should have been feature length it's from the season. And it's probably the one with the least meat on the bones, but there's an episode called kill team kill. 
and uh-huh. it's basically Predator. And I and obviously I saw the season before the new Predator trailer, which I'm yeah. super hyped about. Um, but Kill Team Kill, they're fighting like a robot bear, and like the oh. twist. The twist so is you, like the bear was you, designed for good, but he ain't thought, doing good. You th- you thought a predator for that? I immediately went to um, the 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 Weapon X program. Oh, also that. Yeah. Like if if Wolverine had been slightly, uh, slightly less feral than than what we actually got, um, that's he would have been that friggin' bear. And also like the the characters. Uh, of the soldiers were so very specifically designed. Um, they they tend to stay away from like very obviously known voice actors for all these projects, which I personally I think serves them well because you just stay in the zone of the story that they're telling. Um, but let me just double check. Uh, yeah. So I I knew the episode that I that I wanted to reference as the favorite. But um, yeah, so it's the episode is called Mason's Rats. Yes. So uh, again, the, the quick synopsis: the farmer he realizes, oh shit, I've got rats in the barn. He gives a quick look. He finds out these aren't like your regular everyday. This shit's the John Rivera story, dude. He he realizes that the rats have kind of like evolved, and they were using. They weren't just like using their claws and teeth, like they were using primitive weapons and stuff like that. So, uh, again, this is sci-fi, so it's uh, presum- presumptively in the future. Uh, he calls a pest extermination company, and um, first of all, the company's like, "Look, they're evolving because the the pr- their their res- their evolution is because of the pressure that humans are exerting on them. So these aren't just like empty." 15 20 minute entertainments like just like i i subscribe every story if it's worth telling even if it's a fictional story it's worth telling for a reason like well okay you're gonna tell me about these rats that evolve and fight back against a fucking uh, um uh like a, a robot executioner um that looks more like a fucking roomba um why death roomba 2020 <laughs> fuck yeah and you know that's just gonna be on amazon in like two weeks um but yeah, so so like, if you're gonna tell a story, like, what's your point? Like, we, we were just talking about this on an on, an unrelated story that will uh, topic that we'll get to at a later date. But like, what, what, what are you trying to convey? So the story isn't really about rat evolution and fighting because if you wanted that, you could just rock and roll with Pickle Rick, and yeah. fucking do do battle in the sewers. Um, but the the point that they were trying to make is like, well, yeah, they're responding to us so you hate that but guess what buddy you fucking did it and now you have to pay top dollar for you know uh for 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 the arnold version of the roomba to come and clean up and that fuck the those animations that was some gory uh uh, very like visceral type stuff there i don't want to spoil this as an animal lover has a great ending there's a third act turn that i didn't see coming and when it came, I just high-fived my damn self. Like, I literally so watched the entirety of Love, Death, Robots with my dog. And the two of us were just like, fuck both yeah. Pointing. You guys are doing dual uh, Leos. You're like, oh. Look at exactly that. right. Overall, I think this season absolutely stands shoulder to shoulder 
with uh, the first series and the second series. I like listing shit. Um, <laughs> I, I, it's one of those things I keep expecting there to be more misses than hits, and they are fucking as consistent as the Mets are right now. Yeah, I, uh, I wouldn't say. It. Yeah, that's. I would definitely agree with you. I would. I would say that like with any kind of um, consistency, is that they're more, that they're far more hits than misses. But it's one of those things. Also, when you have a variation so great on an episode to episode yeah. basis, even if you're like, well, this is a short one, I don't like that. Um, so, so like for, for like for me, one of those. Sometimes you're watching something. And you're way into it, but on the same token, you could think, mm, "Charlie's Charlie's not gonna like this one." So, or whomever, like insert awesome brother, potential cyborg, uh, into into the conversation there. But you know, sometimes you can think, "I love this, but this is clearly just for me." So I'll, I'm gonna sit back and I'll enjoy it uh, the way I would eating a, a Hershey bar in front of said dog. You're like, "Look, you just can't have this shit." Um, like, I'm so sorry like for, for me, you. <laughs> for me, uh, one of those type episodes, and I don't, honestly, I don't know if you would have liked it or not, but um, Night of the uh, uh, the Mini Dead. Oh, I love that. It episode. was, it was, in, you did like it. See, I, I wouldn't have put money on whether you liked it or didn't like it because first and first, mostly it was shot from an even further back angle than an, um, than an RPG, like an old school RPG game, like the like the original, uh, um, the original Grand Theft Auto was, yes. where you're like up above it and a little the bit car on is angle, tiny, tiny. and the cars like it's almost like you're playing, watching over the shoulder of a kid playing Matchbox cars. Um, so this was taken back like even another layer in the ozone, and um, you're watching in essence like a a Night of the Living Dead scenario play out. But tiny, tiny, and from way above, almost like you're flying over uh, in a spy plane in 1980-something. Uh, but I loved, loved that episode. Even, like, the tiny little voices and everything like that. I just loved it. It looked almost like a video game. Um, and the way that it played out was just it was very entertaining. It was very original. Um, I mean, were there any episodes that stuck out for you that you like, nope? Thumbs down. You know, I, I think it was a really strong see there was some um there was some like like where half the episode maybe didn't have me on the first on the first <laughs> the viewing. Fir- yeah, like the first five minutes of this was a pass, but the second five minutes was straight. Well, you know what it is like like Jabaro, I think is the best looking oh, episode. J- Jabaro is And I'm probably a... pronouncing that wrong. No, no, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That, I mean, there's not that many options. So, um, Jabaro is a work of art. Yes. Like, any one frame of that short could be framed and hung up on a wall because it is straight gorgeous. So, never mind the ethnic of it all. So, just real, real quick. Um, yeah. There's a, a group of knights, and they're on horseback, and they're riding through a forest. There's really no more specifics given than that. Uh, and they stop by a lake, and, and one of the knights kind of like is acting a little bit different than everything else. And you're thinking, all right, I'm going to have to t- pay attention to, th- to this goateed motherfucker. Um, but the reason being is his hearing is impaired. He can't so hear So right shit. away, <laughs> exactly, he's like, beep. Right away, you know that there's going to be something 
uh, this is going to differentiate. So everyone else is going to have a different day than he <laughs> did when he's writing in his diary. Um, and he takes some coins from the lake, and he's um, uh, all of a sudden, that's all it took. And I had the the my mind shot to Angelina Jolie in um, in uh, Grendel Wanted. and Beowulf, the animated. Oh. Yes, Beowulf, if you remember it. Um, so imagine that, but but Good. with twenty twenty two now animation rather than like nineteen ninety four animation, which is what that other one looked like. Um, even though Angelina Jolie's covered in gold was still pretty okay with me. But, um, so, so the rest of the nights get ripped up one side or the other because look, man, her coins were, she's a siren for lack of a better term. These are my coins. She's, she is gorgeous, but she's clearly not the one you take home to mama. Um, and it visually, they're not so much nice as, if I'm not mistaken, they're like conquistadors. I thought so, yeah. Um, just like the the visual aspect of it was just fucking beautiful. And look, someone says, oh, it's a siren story. You're like, okay, I got it. Beautiful chicks, not going to turn out very well for the dudes involved. And it did not. Um, uh, and it was just like one of those things where you sit back and you cross your arms, have a little drink. You're like, mm-hmm. It's like you're watching the boat racing towards the iceberg. You're like, I know how this is going to end, but I still want to see it play out. It was just a beautiful, beautiful I think short. What's funny is I think what affected me was how beautiful it was. Hmm. So I, like, wasn't following along. I was too, I was too stuck with how remarkable it looked that yeah. its content was like, what the, I don't know what the fuck I just watched. I just saw some beautiful shit. Yeah, like, um, I don't even know what's happening, but I like it. On my second viewing, it's probably the one episode I like the least whilst thinking the art's probably my favorite of the season. Um, just because I think I was... Uh, Jabaro. Oh, Jabaro. Probably is okay. the best looking of the season and the story I was least engaged with. But yeah. that's because the rest of the episodes are so specifically up my alley. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. the Like, I was in such a, um, a cheeky mood from some of the episodes when this shit hit me like an art film i was just like i don't I, yeah i don't know if i also want to but go also to as well today. as because you were not wearing pants so you kind of had no choice but to be cheeky about I, it. I have to be honest man i hate being the fucking one to say it as we as we wrap up the segment love death robots i almost wish wasn't dropped in seasons I wish it was like oh, every so that's Friday. Shocking to me. Every Friday, I want to get a new one that I'll watch three times in a row, um, forever. But I want only like a thousand episodes. So short. I would only sign off on that request uh, if you submitted it to upper management, like myself. Um, if you said, "All right, a dual installment." I'm an unlicensed doula. Um, I mean, if I would you just said every them, Friday, okay, here are two episodes. I would almost need them to be the same, in the same vein. I think part of the, 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 the jumping from one style to the other is really, really fun. But yeah. jumping from one extreme. This one's making me giggle. This one's making me think. A little whiplashy. For me, but I'm 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 literally yeah. saying my cup is running over, and if but. there was anything I could do, it's like to get more episodes, I would have them fucking spread out more, just because yeah, I literally no. watched this through twice, and then I'm, like we didn't um, even talk about it on the fucking show. I'm now, you know, I'm now really more and more of a proponent of give it all to me, simply because 
You're a hoe. If you ruin it, well, come on. If you ruin it, there's no one to blame but yourself. As opposed to somebody like lording over you like, no, this is how you're going to watch it because I damn say so. And if anybody sits here and says that's their preferred, yeah, you know where we're going. Their preferred method of viewership, they are a get damn liar. Much like apparently Vince McMahon is because he's being sued up one side and down the other. But also as well as George Toy Boy Lucas. You lying son of a bitch. Han shot first. Salute. Woof. Woo! Uh, uh, it burns so good. Yeah, that one, um... That one hit the spot. I just want to remind everybody, we are live on yes. YouTube, on Twitch, and on Facebook. So make sure you drop a comment. Let us know what you're thinking. We want to know what you thought about Love, Death, Robots Oops. 3. Um, <laughs> but tell us got all the things. cheers from up the block. <laughs> exactly. Just dropping it in. John! No. The people heard enough of me babbling. What no. do you want to talk about? I mean, that has literally never even begun to stop you in the past, so why would it be any different now? I'm not entirely sure. Because <laughs> um, the schedule, whatever. <laughs> so, uh, but you're right. I mean, and, and I think a big part of the reason, just to take it back a second. A that, big part of the reason I'm right? Holy shit. Hell yeah. Oof, I don't like, no, I don't you like said putting it. it in those terms. No, you said it. It's clipped. I mean, technically speaking, ah, you said it. it. Touche. You get to adjust your hair one more time this episode, or Listen, else I'm driving to Jersey. Nobody told you told you to put these fucking beautiful screens in front of me right now. Um, but no, the, I think a big part of the reason why we are so delayed, God bless you, pup. Uh, we're so delayed in speaking about this great uh, third season of Love, Death, Robots is because there has been so, so, so much new good good popping up that um is more kind of like universally spoken about and um watched and and uh opinioned opinionated whatever i'll take um but also just in terms of like news and a lot of times the 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 nerdy news for lack of a better term pretty sure i just coined that one hashtag is just been non-stop and, and along yeah. with that, so you'll get, like, straight-up news, but then people will start hypothesizing and they'll start uh, kind of, like, daydreaming scenarios into reality. And a real, true, nerdy geek aficionado can't leave a hypothetical situation alone. You absolutely, by law, are obligated to chime in and say why, well, this is why you're wrong. Um, actually, this is the reason why... Uh, well, secret just... origin, secret origin of the show, is hypothetical, made up shit. Is like what led us here. It's what led U.S. comics to existing. Was like you can only fix Batman yeah. so many times in a row before you're like, no, my character now. Well, that's the so thing I, too. I, when you when you make these big fixes, you're like, you know what? If we just call this person <laughs> something else. We have our own thing that we actually that is from scratch. Yeah. But no, specifically to what I'm referring to is the the news when it rolls out. So we have now gotten in the Marvel extended universe, we have gotten 
um, the Elaine version of what uh, of what Sam Jackson was doing in the very very beginnings of Phase One of the Marvel flicks, and it's actually so long ago that not until you're sitting down a relative newbie. Um, that you're even reminded of it. Because, like, when's the last time that you went back and you watched the Ed Norton Hulk? When's the last time that you went back and you watched Iron Man 1? In my case, about 15 minutes ago, so I knew what I was talking about. But, um, no, but sincerely, like, those early, like, gathering scenes are almost forgotten once you've, once you're into the 14th iteration of, 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 uh, of uh, Thanos uh, conceptually and, and um, all the going ons of the extended universe. And now we've got Thor being like a, a you know, a fifth installment. It's, it's just absolutely bonkers. But back in the day, it was a slow burn. And on the other side of that coin, you have a similar scenario happening with Elaine from Seinfeld. She's going around and she's collecting up. She got Kramer. Of... She got Jerry reunion special. Coming you know, up, first of all, Disney Plus. Show, put some respect on it. It's Larry David who went ahead and put that reunion together. So don't don't take it away from my boy. Right, he's blind as a bat. He's bald as a, a fucking egg. Um, but no, so so she's out there, Julia Louis Dreyfus. She's out there and she's collecting baddies, for lack of a better ones. term. The naughty, oh, you're naughty. I saw what you did. You're naughty. Um, so she's out there. She's collecting U.S. agent. Uh, a lot of people suspect Baron Nemo is next. The the laundry list is is there, and it is indeed long. And anyone who has read the comics would know she is putting together the Thunderbolts. So the Thunder oh, Charlie put up already. Um, so the Thunderbolts that premature as always. So the Thunderbolts um, are in essence Marvel's answer to the Suicide Squad. They are a team. Of bad guys. <laughs> it's but the first time like, Marvel's followed DC and Dick as far as listen, film goes. As far as film, absolutely. But we went through the we went through that long list. the The character creation is actually uh, it's actually showing DC as the uh, more of the innovators. Um, I'm pretty sure they even use the term House of Ideas at some point. But um, she's out there and she's putting together the Thunderbolts. So I mean, Charlie, are wh- did you ever? Were you ever uh, kind of like caught up in that? I I love the idea, and certainly comic book uh, villains turning good. Fucking um, Cliff Barton, he was a bad guy. Scarlet Witch, and and we even we we literally watched it play out last on week. Screen. <laughs> uh, but no, I'm saying like she she started as a bad guy. She finished as a bad guy too. Full yes, circle. That see Charlie. Wink. That's a character arc. That's, um, that's how the robot felt about it. But, but um, Cliff Barton, who we, it was only alluded to that he maybe, even though he had, he broke bad a little bit as Ronan. But that all being you said. You keep calling him Cliff. It's Clint. I, I, well, you know him as well as I do. You call him Cliff. Fair enough. That's, that's his like favorite I, candy bar. Like I call Jack Daniels John Daniels because, like, you know, we're tight like that. Fair but, enough. But Charlie, I'm um, actually me right to my face. That is rude. Ugh, don't you like just, how that feels. You so perfectly Woo! like a nuts. You were like Cliff. 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 Now calling Cliff to the front of the store. Cliff, your car is being towed. I have to be honest. Um, I got nervous. I was wrong. I was like, damn it, cup. Why do you just say Hawkeye? I need his fucking. Damn you. I need cup, his legal you name. You me again. But uh, that all being said, fucking. 
<laughs> Anyways, he should be. He looks like a cliff. Four foot That's, nothing. Still rocking bows and stuff. Jefferson. Getting undone by like a girl half your age. I'm going to call him uh, Cliff from now on permanently. Anyways. That's what you get, um, Cliff. It's not new. It's certainly yeah. not new. And I'm not even talking about like the anti-hero route. Because that's, even at this stage in the game, more clearly established. But, um, yeah, so, like, were you a Thunderbolts lover as it was happening? Or did you I, immediately say, hey, that's a suicide squad. You can't do that. When the, when the Thunderbolts showed up and they all had, like, new fancy names and no one knew but us, the audience, I was like, are you jacking the entirety of my dick? Baron Zemo's a douchebag. I did not believe. I did not believe. How dare you? I did not believe in redemption stories for guys that made all my favorite heroes lives hell but for he years. If all you have to do is dance in like a cute little manner and you get off the hook, can you imagine court proceedings in that version of the MCU? John, here's the problem. Just Doctor Doom is like, yeah, granted, I may have uh, enslaved a couple of continents, but look at this. My, here's the thing. You scam. Little, You're innocent. Little, Get out of here. Little kid Charlie held no hero in higher regard than the Man of Steel himself. It was black and white. It yeah, was good and evil. There was none of this horse shit new school like i'm naughty but i mean well whereas like you so astutely mentioned all it takes is you doing one adorable thing and i'm on your side oh harley quinn that bitch she helped kill jason todd oh she loves bacon egg and cheese too oh that's my girl so for me the thunderbolts as much as i disliked them in the past the idea of assembling some thunderbolts uh has me excited as hell now um we are we are in a, a new world right now so i am literally being messaged on air about an episode that we are recording live and i will now be responding to said young lady in both message and vocally so when she comes back to watch this episode it's gonna be very surreal for her yeah she's it's, actually it's gonna like think inception she is uh yeah exactly she's like is this real she's gonna have to spin a top to realize where she is <laughs> um and so i'm gonna read this to you right now as i type back my response <laughs> it... just take your time definitely don't fill the time with words yeah, I just wish that I, I had just another person on mic during the yeah, show. Yeah, but I didn't that fucking know that you were just going to look down. Feel it, except for the fact that I told you fine, I'm going to I'm gonna write. John, do except it. it's already Stop. done. So do zip it. it. So I'm going to go ahead and read this. I just so literally you because this was filling the dead air. <laughs> literally. <laughs> um, usually, though, when you fill, you don't speak directly to the person trying to do something else. Yeah, bro. I don't like to give media, notes. I don't like old, to give notes. You love giving notes. Yeah, like, but afterwards. Anyways, so friend to the show, Carolyn, she writes, I finally get caught up on Stranger Things and figured it was safe to listen in. And now you're discussing a show I didn't know existed. So now I'm watching Love, Death, and Robots instead. Smiley face. And she sent me a picture of the actual 
of the actual thing happening you know what's great obviously i now know that that's like her tv stand it looked like you were just holding a picture of a butt so i thought you were no she's watching it on a butt she's watching it (laughs) on a butt perfect um but but yeah that that's very funny so next episode uh, we'll go ahead and we'll get uh her hot take we're just gonna have to give her our topics early so she could do homework. I mean, that's what before. we used to do. That's but yeah, no, thun- Thunderbolts did jack and shit for me originally. And yet now, now in the context ask, of the MCU. Just real quick, can I ask, is it because of the lineup specifically? No, I just didn't. because of the concept? When I was younger, I just didn't care for the idea of redeemable people. I and was you, like, nah, you're bad once, you're bad forever. Go fuck did yourself. Did you also feel that way about Suicide Squad? A billion percent. All right. How did the you feel char- as a youngster about Harley? Harley was a bitch. Because and she, you, I you wanted really Robin to punch young her in the head. When she came out, I mean, her, her introduction was at the Batman the Animated Series. So I think Harley like just turned 35. She's about my age. Harley Quinn is Harley Quinn is like about so my age. She's a little younger. I've got a chance. I get it. I, I, exactly. I, we're right. reading you loud and clear, man. <laughs> So um, Har- Harley, to me, the Harley renaissance was in my adulthood. Uh, I enjoyed her episode, but I enjoyed Poison Ivy. Like, the Poison Ivy episode with Harley Quinn in Batman the Animated Series was probably the first time where I was like, all right, villains aren't too bad. And then, of course, I had... they're both very hot and kissing occasionally. Yeah, 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 100... I, I thought I was yeah, very no. clear. Um, and then That's my obsession... A pretty good, uh, pretty good policy on your part. My obsession with Bizarro then um then came in uh and once you kind of love the broken clone who's like accidentally doing bad that's the equivalent bizarro is like a puppy and then then it's all then let it all in yeah. then so, i then so you're walking to the bathroom in the middle of the night and you step in a bizarro pile like god damn it bizarro how many times i gotta up, take you out that he threw up a little curly poop um because everything he does is like backwards in a weird way man um, take a pee but like he's shitting all over your fucking rug so what what was cool about it though is like in the age of image at its highest when when dc and marvel had real 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 competition i was able to now enjoy the darker side of dc and marvel so that was really the first time i i started digging the suicide squad Mm. Honestly, the Thunderbolts, for the most part, I avoided up until like maybe a decade ago. Yeah. Maybe red, you know, when when Thunderbolt Ross was a giant red Hulk was was the first time I so, saw it. And I was like, oh, this is so kind of red. It's interesting that you raise that point because of the Thunderbolts, to me, in my opinion, the most difficult one to actually uh, uh, actualize in the Marvel Cinematic Universe is going to be Red Hulk. Because we lost the actor that so brilliantly played um, Thunderbolt in in the um, uh, in the show or in the movies and, and what have you, but um, so so when Red Hulk first shows up, I was all about it, right? I like I like when they do something galactically different, uh, wrapped in like a similar package. It's like you like a. Like Twix, uh, Twix bars are, are like uh, what, like goldish colored. Like oh, but here's a tan one, but it's peanut butter and jelly. Ooh, I'm like oh, you got you got me, Twix, you got me. So Red Hulk looks like Hulk, but he red. But then you're thinking oh, another goofy strong guy jumping around like an idiot, speaking like a dum dum. 
Um, but he's like, no, he's more eloquent than like I am on my best day. He's got black fingernails like he just went to Hot Topic. Um, and it's not that he gets stronger the angrier he gets. He gets hotter. So I'm like, ooh, Twix, you fool me, you fool me. So right away, I, I subscribe to that. And super duper spoiler from like many years ago, you find out the real question. It was like, who shot JR? Was yeah. it Maggie? Like, who shot JR? And then people were trying to establish what relative of Banner, because all everyone green seems to be related to him somehow. Um, who Who is it? Who's Red Hulk? Who's Red Hulk? And you find out that it's the cat that hates him worst. Can you still hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, the cat that hates him worst turns out to be like right up his alley. Uh, which I thought was beautiful. And then that clearly didn't work out too well. Then he grew uh, out his mustache, called it a day. That's how you got to do it sometimes, man. That's just how you got to do it. I but guarantee then they he was like, ha! <laughs> oh, for sure. For sure. It was just like one Taco Bell run too many. And he was sitting on the little very, very reinforced bowl and just pushed out those pores. Um, but yeah, so then, then they collectively gathered up these super dudes. Uh, super baddies. <laughs> Me and Harley Quinn. That's damn sure. And, and you, Ellis. <laughs> Ellis but... called out John for the Who Shot JR reference, <laughs> saying only Harley Quinn is old enough to get that reference. Damn straight. But um, but yeah, that that all being said, uh, I I've always enjoyed particularly this lineup. So so again, the MCU has gone on long enough that we've had seemingly cast off villains who we can now say okay well you you didn't do particularly well when the spotlight shone on you against the a team the a level team not not like you know not <laughs> face and hannibal and maybe da, da, mr t could could throw down just throws one of them in slow motion <laughs> i just ain't going on no plane fool <laughs> Um, how old is that reference? See, we're not the only one, but this is what I'm saying. And it's interesting. Uh, it's interesting. This particular image uh, or imagined image that Charlie was able to, uh, a little to piece of fan art because that is fan art to answer Stan's earlier question. Um, it's not the, it's not the official lineup. We know that we're getting a Thunderbolts movie. We know, or series, not, not sure. Um, we know that we are getting certain characters because we have already seen Elaine. Uh, I forget her her fancy pants Marvel name. Oh my god, it's um, like twenty eight names. It's it's like Duchess fucking Vandersmeer. Like it's very very specific. I'll look it but up. she's but she's a, a she's an American government agent. Um, but yeah, that all being said, so she has so U.S. agent she has collected. I'm pretty sure uh, Taskmaster is accurate. I don't know about Homegirl that blah, 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 th uh, through Ant-Man. She was very, she's very, uh, very good character to fight with in the Marvel uh, Collector Character game. Uh, Taskmaster, um, Baron Nemo, definitely because, again, he danced, so he's adorable. But, and as I said, I'm not sure if we're going to even ever see Red Hulk until they recast... Uh, the 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 Thunderbolt Ross role. Someone threw out. Uh, it was Stan who threw out. What about potentially Abomination filling that role until a Red Hulk is available? I mean, uh, here's the thing. Abomination is almost entirely been redeemed anyway. Wong has been like 
has has hey, actually made a pet out of him. Um, like Wong and and Abomination, they'll watch Netflix shows like Charlie. They host <laughs> like the podcast. Like Charlie and and they, they host point the podcast the together. Yeah, it's yeah, called no, Sorcerer sure. Supreme Wong and Friend. Uh, Abomination, Valentina, did you get it to the garbage again? Valentina Allegra de Fontaine. Sure, of course. Absolutely. She sounds like she plays hockey. Do Do you know what her business card? must look like like she you have to flip it over so it's like continued on the back like Dave um okay yeah no you definitely dancing nemo uh, and that's gonna be their dancing, answer dancing nemo is what i shall be calling him from now on <laughs> nemo. <laughs> dancing uh, nemo and, poor Zemo and cliff got one barton flipper. <laughs> dude i'm oh, basically making our bootleg team i'm our own bootleg I got very, very much into uh, <laughs> Chippendale. I'm like, you know what? That's not a bad idea, Peter Pan. Like, Even damn, though they maligned your memory. The Revengeancer um, movie is going to be sick. It's true. But my whole point was this. And again, this fan art referenced it. Um, they must have, especially Ugh. in this era, like the dawning of the seven nope that's something different the dawning of the netflix heroes coming to the mcu proper obviously charlie polishing the polishing the uh, stair banister with daredevil um jessica jones for shizzle um now we're even totally he's, to, he's just a ninja now totally black um uh hearing hearing grumblings um what happened I, thought, I was looking I thought, for another Daredevil. I thought I lost you. Um, but, but yeah, like even, even Iron Fist, they're talking about redeeming. Like if they could fix Anakin, uh, we can even... Like, no, you, you couldn't fix Anakin. He looks old as fuck. And his dialogue still sucks, but that's a different episode. Um, but yeah, Luke Cage, obviously. I so really they're, fucking they're, hate Sand, John! They're talking about um, kind of in, incorporating all these these newer, friendlier, Disney-fied... Uh, Avengers world and you're gonna have to file down the edges for a lot of those characters that are coming over from Netflix the one character from Netflix that you cannot file down you literally will just chip 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 away and nothing's gonna fly off is Punisher you cannot Disney-fy Punisher what you can do though is insert him into a situation like the Thunderbolts, right? He's a guy that, unlike Baby Charlie, he can see the bigger picture. He's not going to say, well, you were once a bad guy. I saw you on the back. Because he's been on the back page uh, or the front page. He, he doesn't play sports. He, he's been on the front page and wanted and this, then, the other thing, misunderstood, misaligned. Um, so, so Punisher would be the perfect, perfect, perfect linchpin for a Thunderbolts team. And honestly, if I'm sitting down and I'm writing it, I'm not, though I should be. Uh, if I'm sitting down writing it, she she com she puts this group together and shockingly, they're not able to function as a unit because they're very individual people and they clearly go their own way. So she needs a unifying force and that would be Frank Castle. That's how First I would do it. It would be like a third arc situation. Yeah. He shows up. People stand up out of their seats. That would be a dope-ass way to see it. So I'm going to throw it to you, Charlie, with whatever time is left in the yeah. segment. Like, what do you think about that conceptually? Full what would Bonner. you do differently? Uh, no, I, I really love it. The other big rumor 
is that the the new Thunderbolts are going to be um, are going to incorporate the new Black Widow. So Yelena, as part of the Thunderbolts, Yelena, yeah, yeah, just gets me fucking hard. So just just to run them off in order. Uh, right now, the rumored lineup is Thunderbolt Ross, the Red Hulk, um, Valentina Allegra de Fontaine, funding and running the organization. Our boy Baron Zemo as initial team leader. Black Widow, Yelena Belova. Uh, Ghosts from Ant-Man, like John said. Taskmaster from Black Widow. Um, and there are rumors that accompanying U.S. agent will still be Abomination, although Abomination's a sort of character, like John said, his arc's over. Maybe that's the casualty we have just to kind of affect, if no one else, Wong. Um, and surprise the fucking audience. But you add Frank Castle to that mix. That is a brilliant, brilliant three quarters to the series. They need a new, they need a proper leader. Someone who's just so task obsessed. Sign me the fuck up. I'm also really excited about a badass team like this having a bunch of characters who maybe need a second bite at the MCU Apple to really. Oh, they definitely do. They definitely Gain, do only I mean, because like their screen time even uh, that that's one thing that Marvel does uh, when they're kind of like setting up their um, you know the the exposition is done so thoroughly that you really don't get to see as much of the baddies in action as you'd really want to. I mean they're almost like the freaking they're like Bruce the shark from Jaws in that sense where like you you. You don't even really see them, but like you're afraid of them because you know they're 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 coming. But yeah. let me ask you this, Charlie. So, Hit me. Uh, you know that that whatever article that you're referencing, yeah. they specifically talk about Thunderbolt Ross, and obviously the namesake is there. Um, I thought the way that they could make it work best in this in this established uh, continuity is because William Hurt has passed away, sadly. They're named like, after they him. They use the name as like a memorial situation because he did he didn't particularly trust the Avengers. Not a, a, a big big fan of like the do gooder uh, mentality, especially when it's kind of draped with the exclusive like with the excuse of um, you know I'm, I'm doing the wrong thing for the right reason. <clears throat> he wants control, so you know William Hurt passed away uh, uh, this past March, I think. Give yeah. Or take. Well, the big the big unknown is whether or not he filmed his scenes in She-Hulk. He was a confirmed character in the She-Hulk series, which we know got a lot of shuffling. They did not outright say that it's because we lost William Hurt. Uh, may he I rest wonder in power. if he pops up in the She-Hulk IMDb page. I can check. I'll check uh, right now. Ellis, but what's... Ellis, I wish they could get Robert Redford back, but... Um... That that might be too much of a that might be too much of a get. You know what I could see them doing, Charlie. Tell me now, now. that I'm, now that we're kind of talking through it, I can see them bringing back Betsy Ross and making her red She-Hulk. Ooh. And doing like a real one for one there. Can we animate eyebrows that big? We can That's do anything. That's the question. Fair enough. Uh, he's not listed on their main IMDb page. Hmm. So uh, again. I'm just talking about that article was um, acknowledged. Yeah, where that, did you see that article? Because we like uh, the reference. Screen Rant. I'll tell you the author. Screen Rant. Yeah. It was a Screen Rant article from 
Cooper Hood wrote it, and it was just updated yesterday. See, thank you, Cooper, for, for contributing to this little show. We showed a love. So, um, again, there's a few different interesting outs. You could do that thing where they're they're named after him if they if they want to acknowledge the character's passing. Sure. You could do that shit where, like, maybe he acquired his... the funding for them. Yeah. Um, oh, we have the third one. Where's Lacey Chabert? Ellis mentioned Lacey Chabert. Does this count as three? It was a little wet. Welcome to the show, ladies and gentlemen. The talented, the lovely, the beautiful. Lacey Chabert. I mean, you would have to, like, how big does, when, when you get hulked up, what do you get, like, four times your normal size? Lacey Chabert would have to go, like, ten times your normal size. Lacey Even Chabert. Even just be, like, a normal size human. Lacey Chabert Hulk-sized is 5'6". <laughs> 128. <laughs> Maybe if you said Hulkling, then I'll say, oh, uh. Red Hulkling, I can kind of see... This is a, we're 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 in deep deep dive territory. So I apologize to any casual listeners out there. But long story short, I'm very much looking forward to Marvel Suicide uh, Suicide Squad. And honestly, the variations of the title Suicide Squad, the Suicide Squad. Later, uh, a couple years, they come out with the Le Suicide Squad, which is going to be French oh. bad guys from the DC uh, universe. But everyone speaks Marvel's... French, but Harley, she just <laughs> thinks she speaks French. <laughs> you're like you're just holding a croissant, Harley, yeah. but it's adorable. So we'll let you get aware of it. Um, but yeah, I'm very much looking forward to it. Uh, I buy all the way into the. It's not even so much redemption uh, stories. They're just they're they're black hats. They're black hats doing something to benefit one side or the other, but the motivation is irrelevant. You want to know what it is that they're doing, not necessarily why they're doing it, whether they're, uh, you know, whether it's in their long-term best interest in terms of freedom or financial gain, doesn't really make a difference. I mean, I love the idea um, though. Baldy Locks made a made a fortune out of it, made multiple franchises out of it. Uh, doing it in cars, so why can't they do it with superheroes? I love the idea of so the Suicide Squad are working off you know the idea the the ten cent idea for Suicide Squad is that they're working down their time. Someone like Harley Quinn has five hundred life sentences, so she needs to knock thirty years off a billion missions to get out. I love the idea of the Thunderbolts are all seemingly this lineup could potentially be just a bunch of people truly trying to redeem themselves which is an interesting take i would love to see ghost return and it, i think so i i kind of love the idea of people. depends on it depends on the individual so like you know, yeah. i'll try to move on but so if you look at ghost you can see ghost definitely going that route but fucking zemo well no zemo's a cunt I don't so think zemo's two bits of a zemo fuck. Zemo gonna Zemo, but he likes leadership roles. Zemo yeah. winds up being the villain. Like there's task no doubt. Master, task Taskmaster, um, I don't think could order her own lunch in a drive-through right now. Like she yeah, kind of just does throw... what the fuck she's told. U.S. Agent is a douche. He's, means well, he's but like, he's a douche. Eh, he's like Homelander without the ability to fly. Um, so so I don't I don't he's like know useless necessarily. Homelander. I, I think there's an I... interesting, different story you could tell. Well, well, I I don't think that it's gonna be a. It's 
not the point. It's anyways. Anyway, we're, we're uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. That that was the point I was trying to make. Um, how they're going about doing it, obviously, Elaine is pulling the reins, so it's gonna be her motivation, um, that that really matters. But um, uh, Charlie, wants you tell the good people how we go about the business of paying some bills? Well, you know, unlike other podcasts who just take on any willy-nilly sponsor that's willing to throw them a couple shekels, we have goddamn integrity. And no one wants to just give us Tigre. free money from products we hate. So instead, we fill our lives with products we love. And one of my absolute favorite bands of all time in all the multiverse is currently touring yet again and that of course is bad mary you can follow them across all their social media at bad mary band you can support them financially over on patreon.com forward slash bad mary my favorite thing about the band frankly is just how easy it is to get your grubby little mitts on their music if you have any music streaming site spotify itunes any of that good stuff apple music rather all you have to do is type in Bad Mary and BAM! You got yourself the entire discography. You got all their singles. You even have their brand new single that right now has a hot music video. That's, of course, The Floor is Lava, available now. And also they're touring, so go buy a shirt, buy a ticket to a show, listen to some of their tunage. All of it can be found at badmary.com or anywhere on social media under Bad Mary Band. Hell yeah, we're going to be seeing very, very shortly indoors, outdoors. Um, but I have one question for this kid right here, wearing that Magnum P.I. goodness. Charlie, where are we dropping? And the answer is with Sergeant Finesse. Gaming on both Twitch and Facebook, multiple streams every day, uh, outstanding video game content, contest, supporter, uh, supporter games, co-streams, giveaways. He's actually doing different games. So obviously, he plays a ton of Warzone, but he's playing this new game that everyone's talking about, uh, Diablo Immortal. Um, and other games, there's new stuff coming. There's expansions coming. There's new seasons. Uh, there's a lot of new, new. Uh, so definitely go check him out today. But if you're looking for a pick-me-up, follow the White Rabbit over to SneakEnergy.com. It is dripping all over the damn place, but it's still delicious. Mmm! Gulp, legitimately very, very good. Because when the Sarge is on deck, you salute. So, Charlie Boy McGillicuddy. Yes? There is a lot. There is a lot going on. Now, finally, you're caught up on Love, Death, Robots. Yes. Finally. 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 Um, you know what's good to know about the baddies doing good, whether they like it or not, over in the Marvel Universe. That's right. I gotta ask you, I mean, any other news that you got picking you up that's got your whoop at full fucking attention? Well, here's the fact. I know we just mentioned our sponsor, but I'm always dropping all the respect. I'm always watching the videos for Sarge Finesse. But there is another sergeant that came into the news this week. And he's not worried about Call of Duty. He's not worried about Diablo. He's not even worried about X-Man running around. He probably still enjoys some sneak energy because he's a pimp like that. 
but I'm talking about a man with a with a jawline so nice. Judge Dredd and Ashley Williams need to watch out because Sergeant Rock, DC Comics own, he is getting the exact sort of series that gets me just my nips just rock hard. Oof. Sergeant Rock versus the undead. But John, yes, that's obviously a thing I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna read, and unless it's somehow total nonsense, I'm gonna love. But what if I told you, like a mother trucking, uh, never-ending gobstopper? There's even more reason to be excited. The man behind the words, the man making the decisions, the man writing the comic is none other than Evil Dead himself. Bruce fucking Campbell is writing a zombie book for DC Comics. They might as well call it Deceased Comics. Am I right? Hail to the king, baby. Hail to the king. I, uh, when, I saw that, when I saw that news drop, I, I I really had to like I did a double take because never mind the fact that I, I didn't know Bruce Campbell as a writer of any kind certainly didn't think of him as a, a writer in the comic book uh, vein um, but also as well as I cannot and I'm really thinking and I was really into those books uh, on the come up I can't remember the last time that Sergeant Rock and Easy Company were a point of a point of conversation. I mean, maybe like hardcover uh, collections coming out, this and the other thing. Sergeant Rock is a dope ass fucking character, especially <clears throat> for an imprint like DC. So I, I want to ask you, Charlie. Obviously, that news, yeah. Bruce Campbell's involvement immediately grabbed you by the short and curlies, but like. Did Sergeant Rock as a character hold any sway for you and your attention? Do you remember, and this is a little bit of a sidestep to get to where I'm going, but trust me. Do you remember when G.I. Joe rebranded as Extreme G.I. Joe in the 90s? They had awful sure. figures that were like six and a half inches tall that were all grotesque and muscular. Charlie, you're referring to the era where there was an extreme version of the Looney Tunes. Fair enough. Like, there was a legitimate extreme Bugs Bunny, mm -hmm. jet black stealth fur. Um, like, it was just Tasmanian Devil looked like he just came from murdering seven families, spinning in a blood circle. So, yeah, there was extreme versions of everyone. I do remember the extreme goofy goofy zero articulation extreme gi joe figures yes I so do. when when extreme gi joe's hit the market it was accompanied by a terrible cartoon dc comics decided there's now a hole in the toy aisle for a gi joe type figure and that's how i was introduced to sergeant rock and easy company the the toys didn't sell well but that was great for me because at kb toys i picked up all five figures Sure. Each figure had a comic book, and suddenly my comic book collection grew five more issues. In the so biz, Sergeant those are referred to as army builders, because you're like, I don't know who these people are. I don't particularly give a shit, but I can buy a bunch of them, and all of a sudden I have a small little attack force delta. 
Exactly. And they'll always be the first one to die, like, in action when you're playing your games. Lose a couple in the backyard. You don't really give a fuck because they were, like, two bucks each. Yeah, exactly. Um, poor so Sergeant me, Rock. Sergeant Rock, what was awesome about him, for me, um, <laughs> the, 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 one of my absolute favorite aspects was that he is just such, like, an alpha. Like, he's just such in the Dude. vein of a Judge Dredd. In well, the he vein. was, he was, he's a World War II cat. So, like, he was one of these kids, like a tobacco chewing, doesn't take any guff, wears his, his, his BDUs open to the navel. Like, Sergeant Rock did not give two shits. Uh, he didn't give the shit that he was supposed to take, and he didn't give the shit that you were requesting permission to crawl off into the bathroom and take, even if you were shot to bits. He's like, no, you hold that in, soldier. Sergeant well, Rock was the original alpha male. So you know you know that scene in Predator when, um, I forget who says it, but one of the characters there goes... 17 Predators. <laughs> someone goes, so in the original, someone goes, uh, hey, John, you're bleeding. The guy just turns and he goes, I ain't got time to bleed. That's Sergeant Rock. Like, if you ask Sarge to take a dump, he's like, you ain't got, you got time to shit? You got time to kill the enemy. There is something just so, Sergeant Rock to me yeah. is who we all claimed our dad was in elementary school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah, like, exactly. my dad eats gravel for fucking fun. There is something so. And he doesn't so share. Yeah, exactly. There is something so badass about Sergeant Rock. The only thing you would you would dare take away from Sergeant Rock is that like he is a war comic character. Oh yeah. And there's just something not sexy. Like it's bad well, enough that the history books are filled with bullshit. I don't need my entertainment like also being like, well, this group is inferior to America, but the solution, John, as we learned from Top Gun 2, was like, just don't name what country these zombies are from. And then yeah, I got no goddamn fine. problem. It's totally They're fine. in slightly just grayer really, BDUs. Really, uh, really quickly, uh, before Stan's comic gets buried, uh, the Howling Commandos were also uh, under the command of Sergeant Rock. He had multiple uh, groups that he was responsible for. Uh, Easy Company was one. The Howling Commandos were another. Howling Commandos but, um, were the one from the toy line. The the other thing though that really really stuck out about the Sergeant Rock comic, um, it is obviously War's no good, uh, not preferable in an ideal situation. Huh. Yeah. But uh, the the illustrations are are textbook uh, Joe Cooper. Textbook yes. textbook like. You would read, uh, sometimes you could pick up a Sergeant Rock reprint just just because you wanted to to learn to draw in that style. Like, that was the first time in those comics that, um, like, the concept of, like, the, the multiple illustration lines, like, the multiple uh, shading lines, like, ink lines. Not, not like, faded color, like... Um, uh, like we'll see a lot of times, say like image in the uh, the mid nineties. But like, yeah, we'll just fade one shade of purple uh, all the way down to pink and call it a day, and everything kind of looked like in that glossy, very artificial, uh, artificial way of doing it. Freaking Joe Joe Cooper did it with his pen, 
it was shocking to see that type of an art style done so beautifully especially considering what shitty subject matter is not not the writing uh the yeah. writing was 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 you know fucking a plus but the but the, like they were illustrating like war they were war comics so they were relatively adult yeah and and there was there's something so so for me again one of my favorite things about comics is they can feed you a little bit of of medicine they could tell you stories a different way so if there was a way to make sergeant rock even more glorious you fucking have them fight zombies bro like that well, i'm so excited for this mini series so if you think about it the way that where the walking justify, dead i get it <laughs> the way that you can justify like quote-unquote men of action really doing their thing is to completely dehumanize their villains and the only really two options well three options technically um robots which is the reason why you so saw I would never a lot fight a the, robot a lot of the golden age uh comics were um robots because like well fucking they're robots they're droids i mean poor star wars they they in essence they missed the total a complete uh, uh you know racial profiling story arc uh the second c3po and r2d2 didn't get served in tatooine they blew it they blew it um but also there are zombies you can kill zombies for days no one is gonna write a letter they no high five you for it. picketing outside your offices uh, it is totally fine. Knock yourself out. And mosquitoes. That's the third group. Like Sergeant Rock versus mosquitoes from Planet uh, Planet Twelve, third from the Rock from the Sun. Uh, you could do that all day long. So Sergeant Rock, straight up murdering zombies. You could do. It doesn't have to be a limited series. You could do that all day, every day. Yeah. Here's the thing, though, John. I haven't thought about Sergeant Rock in 20 years yeah then someone said sergeant rock versus zombies and i threw my wallet towards that person <laughs> and then someone said bruce campbell is writing it and i yeah. ran up to that person and i should poopied them in the head because sir dc right now despite it seeming quasi best efforts they are fucking doing a bad job of being good at making movies. And I think, John, that maybe here is the solution. No. Bruce Campbell writing and then starring in Sergeant Rock versus the Undead is going to give me a hundred million dollars to make it i will give you back 200 million dollars there is no way that movie doesn't make money and it's not burdened by the weight of like what color is aquaman's hair because <laughs> no one's thought about sergeant rock in 20 fucking years john is this something that like me you would green light word unseen if this fucking script is in english i'll buy it for a trilogy i, I just like come on he's still got the chin he's still holding together by duct tape he looked good as fuck in the, ash the versus only Evil issue Dead. 
the only issue that I could possibly see. I mean, so you're talking about a lot of hypothetical money that doesn't exist, and it's certainly not even mine. But I still feel the need to be responsible with it. Um, at this point, if Campbell was going to portray Sergeant Rock, it would have to be one of those, like, gotta take Sergeant out of retirement. He's sitting in the bar like, ah, I haven't picked up a gun and. 20 years but like but I, he's got one secretly tucked into the back now if you came to me and said sam raimi directing i'm also yes please that's that that for me would be an instant the, green light here is the uh, only I will thing give, i'm gonna change i will give bruce campbell like yeah i'd let him be like an elevator attendant like in spider-man or something along those lines but um you know, the fact that he's writing it, uh, I don't think necessarily he's going to be writing it to his particular strength. Bubba Hotep 2, absolutely fucking all day. I'm um, just saying, could you imagine, all I need to do is add one page. The opening scene is retired-ass Sergeant Rock eating some gr fucking jelly in an old folks' home. How dare you, Jim? That, no one's that, heard of Sergeant Rock since the Nixon administration. It's you know accurate, funny? but it's hurtful. You're you're actually talking right now. You're describing the beginning of Bubba Hotep. <laughs> yes, this just is maybe, also a backdoor Maybe sequel. Elvis just sitting uh, fucking as a he train accident. He just gets bonked on the head. Remember, he's a war vet. Sergeant Rock versus the mummies. Like, we can do a whole big fucking thing. Uh, we're in. We're, I think this is a good... I just think this is one of those... In all sincerity, yeah. I think these are the the IPs that you yeah. could build. Like, do you remember that chunk of the 2000s where a bunch of movies came out and they were like, based on world best-selling graphic novel, Flim Flam and the Jim Jams. And you're like, sure. I love comics and I've never fucking heard like the losers I read and it was just me. Who, it was like yeah. me in the studio that greenlit yeah. the fucking losers. I mean, the losers is properly used to catch any like uh, professed comic book, um, comic book fan. You're like, oh, what's what? What are the? Uh, honestly, I've, I've lost count now too. But like, what are the four comic book characters that you know Chris Evans is playing? You're like, oh, hey, hey, oh, wait, how many? Oh no. Um, but, you know, right away I was thinking of, like, a good example of that is Wanted. Yes. So, like, fucking Wanted, uh, the comic book, was drawn portraying Hollywood actors. Not by name, but, like, you looked at the illustrations like... You're like, that's, that's Eminem. I know exactly who it is that I'm looking at right now. He's the real um, Slim Shady? I don't <laughs> think he's a gun supervillain. But, yeah, I mean, the, uh, you're absolutely right. There was a slew of comic book movies that no one had any idea uh were based on comics I, th I think that's the next renaissance i think i think right now dc needs to take a fucking breather right because now time time warner and discovery discovery time warmer the most clever name ever thanks for proving uh, your hacks they, out the gate could they move their offices like uh, directly to the equator and just be called Time Warmer. That oh, would be just back in. swell. <laughs> I'm back in. Uh, the logo is just like a, a like a little clock on yeah, yeah. a grill. It's like it's um, dripping because it's so hot. I think the, I think properties like this, low stake, 
properties that you can throw in the trailer be like fucking comic books 98 years fucking old and sergeant rock is back baby you thought top gun was we just proved that the people want that shot of adrenaline right to their nards men and women alike lady nards welcome i think now's the fucking time the iron's warm let's get some shit where i don't have to be like where well, they use the third robin not the f i don't like the bed girls and tattoo. you and you know that you would be i'm that guy i know i'm a piece of shit help me be less of a piece of shit and give me a hundred million dollars for a sergeant rock fighting zombies movie you know what i i i could conceivably see something like that happening especially Steven Spielberg uh, with, presents on HBO Max. With the wheels coming off of the the extended universe, the way that it that it is, and <laughs> there's Flash, just like no, Flash no, kidnapped someone allegedly this week. I'm like, and he's like ducking, he's like ducking court papers and like making a mockery. You realize, little buddy, you you can't actually run that fast. Like they they can probably catch you on foot. You, you, I'm you don't the really fastest have powers, person Ezra. alive. Damn it, He's Ezra. the fastest to like fuck up a goddamn franchise. I'll, I'll, that that much I'll give him. Um, but yeah, to answer your question from like twelve minutes ago, uh, <laughs> yes, I I could conceivably see something like that. Um, but you had referenced in the 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 pre stuff. Yes. Uh, Jonah Hex was like yes. very very problem problematic. The problem is when they take these steps away from known comic book properties. Um, Cowboys versus Aliens is another one that immediately comes to mind because I, I really enjoyed the comic, and uh, it had it had money behind it and and there were names, uh, there, uh, there was a naked what's her face in it. I'm like this has got all the earmarks of a success, and it just wasn't. Jonah Hex even far more so that failed miserably, and I couldn't believe that they gave uh, a homeboy. An, one more comic book franchise, much less fucking two, uh, you know, comic book character to portray and successfully so. So maybe um, the problem was he's ugly as shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, Jonah Hex had had all kinds of problems, but um, yeah, no, I I think you're absolutely right. I think a project like this could even more than taking Sergeant Rock specifically out of dust balls. Uh, which obviously it would do. I think that it would help put the shine back on the fucking big D and the C, uh, because right now, I hate to say it out loud, because we we're we're both such big fans of uh, the Big Blue Boy Scout. Um, they're kind of looked at as like a, a joke. They're like a, a punchline, and even when they have big successes, they don't have the the marquee value that Marvel does, right? You're not watching DC Plus. You're not even watching shit on Disney Plus, which everyone knows immediately they make the correlation to Marvel. Uh, it's almost as if Marvel owns DC rather than the other way around. It's like yeah. Marvel owns DC, or rather Marvel owns Disney and Star Wars. Like, no, 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 they are owned. Uh, whereas, like, who owns fucking DC? It's, it's, it's... Again, the the name value, the marquee, the 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 sticker price, like attention, uh, they don't they don't really have any of that going on. And, and projects like this, 
I think is probably how they should get it there. You you can't. Well, the, if you're waiting for the Holy Trinity to come save you, they're not gonna do it. They're just not gonna ironic, do it. It's ironic. It's ironic too because they have. <clears throat> you, you, the truth is, DC has a very very unique. They're in a unique position because, mm. like you said, they don't really have that. Their value is in being a punchline, like you said, but they have a delivery. They have a, a Disney Plus type device in HBO Max to drop three or four less expensive, um, less obvious comic book movies. And that's how you build up a want. Be like, well, now we figured out what works for us. Now we figured out what money number we should hit. And then but you could bust back out the Trinity. But what what has worked for them? Just Batman. Like what what what? Well, Joker, and we're talking about uh, like we're talking about Joker two the musical. Joker two the musical with Lady Gaga. Um, so then you have Batman, which has no specific connection to anything else that's going on. Um, they're talking about that having it's a it's a sequel. Uh, you have the stuff happening in Peacemaker where I'm, where I'm totally juiced up because I'm like, yeah, great, let's get away from the nonsense Snyderverse. And they're like, oh, but we're going to import some of them. So is it connected or is it not? It's such a confused issue that they have going on over there. Something like Sergeant Rock needs to be totally in a bubble. They need yeah. to make it clear bubble. all by itself. Huh? Say it that again? also needs to be clear that it's in its own universe don't leave that thing where like maybe sergeant rock inspires well batman but we do that though so if yeah. you go and you watch a movie and it's made by uh, whomever universal and then you go watch it and it's about werewolves and then you go watch another you watch another universal movie and it's a fucking matthew mcconaughey is a lawyer a small town lawyer like oh i bet those werewolves are gonna show up why would you think that just because the same company made, they're totally different things. So if DC labeled them, uh, if they, if they branded themselves just more of a production company as opposed to like everything we do is interconnected, like come on, honestly, sometimes first to market means you own the market. So you know, Marvel has very much established they've also they've painted themselves into corners multiple times and where flash was supposed to be the one to run dc out of all that trouble and say oh you like this you like that you like this we can we'll cobble all those uh not necessarily mix matching parts um they're fucking that shit up also so you know what yeah. let marvel do what they're doing let dc focus on standalone projects that don't require everything else in order to be successful and they can find a lot of success because like sergeant rock they have gems sitting up on the fucking uh shelf collecting dust and they're only doing them they're not just only doing themselves a disservice they're doing us a disservice i love the concept of bruce fucking boomstick campbell having the reins to a character like sergeant rock because otherwise we wouldn't get any Sergeant Rock. So give give me the Bruce version just so I have something at least. Give me the Bruce version or give me Death John! Believe it or not, you beautiful, beautiful son of a gun. That's time 
for this week with my beautiful friends. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. If you joined us in just the audio format, I hope you heard every sip, every snort, and every giggle because and we're happy to that, have you. Enjoy uh, that episode art. At exactly. Least you get something. Exactly right. First to market with that episode art. Uh, if you joined us in video format on Twitch, on YouTube, or on Facebook, make sure you like, comment, subscribe if you can. Do us a favor. Go over to iTunes. Go to the little podcast section. Give us a five-star review. We randomly pick reviews all the time and send them a gift package. Uh, so far, none have earned the gift package, and the gift package was $100, so I just gave it to myself. Uh, guys, I absolutely love you, but the fact is there is only one way that we end each and every episode of U.S. Comics. So I'm going to kick it over to my beautiful big brother to tell us how we do the things we do. It is so, so, so simple, especially now because they, as Charlie had mentioned before, they are touring, they are performing, and they're doing it all for your benefit. So you got to do something, too. You got to turn the power on you got to turn the volume and you got to ooh tune bad mary and open up the window wide and scream out into the night sky save miss space girl we out
Too 